Hi everyone, I'm James Rothwell. On today's edition of the Effective In Focus podcast, we're learning more about how businesses and brands can keep top of mind for consumers during this time. And who better to learn from than a shark? Now you know him from the critically acclaimed award-winning TV show Shark Tank as a straight-talking investor who gives entrepreneurs his unvarnished opinion. Here to help businesses navigate today's choppy waters is Mr. Wonderful himself, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin, welcome. Thank you very much, James. First of all, how are you doing and, and how are you spending your days at the moment? Well, I'm in quarantine here in Miami, um, not near the beach, on the beach. There's sand in the elevator where I am here. So if I'm going to be anywhere, I'm happy to look at the ocean all day. And, you know, I'm getting a lot done, as everybody else is, using technology to work with my companies, not just domestically, but globally. Uh, these are extraordinary times. Health is paramount, but business is going on in unique ways now. And uh, I think that's as a result of, you know, having a pandemic at a time when we've had connectivity that's unprecedented. Absolutely. And you've had an amazingly diverse career uh, and it's touched a number of areas uh, that are important to Comcast and our advertising clients. First and foremost, obviously TV, but also marketing, technology and, other, and giving small businesses the investment and guidance they need to be successful. Given the sudden changes we're all experiencing, What's been the, the biggest impact for you personally in terms of the way that you're doing business? Well, the most traumatic impact for the average you know, business, and, and I do a lot of investing in a wide range of sectors, but, uh, array of sectors, but it's been the collapse of the retail channel because I don't care what country you're in, retail is down, in some cases, 100%. And I, you know, I've got many companies that the typical distribution channel might look like 50% it was in retail. Uh, maybe 40% with Amazon, which is definitely true for domestic companies, and 10% direct to their customers. And that's a typical profile. Now, when all of a sudden you go from a, a robust, growing retail distribution channel to zero and it's half your business, that puts significant challenges on a company. And some have done very well pivoting and others have not. And, uh, you know, obviously if you're in food services to restaurants or you're in entertainment or in sports entertainment, it's extremely difficult. And I've got exposure to all those sectors. So I see the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's happened. But at the same time, I've got, you know, every day I have a series of um, very difficult conversations I've got to have with companies that are, it's not sure they're going to make it. On the other hand, I have euphoric outcomes of companies that have figured out how to pivot, use different technologies, and are now selling direct to customers. And sales are up 400% because they're in a product ca category like, detergents or sanitization products or gift cards or, or something that is, is triggered growth as a result of, of being in a pandemic society with, with retail shut down. It's, and so I'm an optimist always, but this is a time to be strategic and understand that during the next, let's call it six, 12, maybe 18 months, it's going to be a little challenging if you're, if you're, if you're just relying on retail. And we will emerge as America 2.0 with a different tonality on how we're going to deal with customers. So you, you talked about a little bit about those categories, some of which have, have actually benefited from this moment, others that are, that are struggling or are trying to maybe reprioritize. Maybe you could give a couple of examples of, of some of those good news stories and maybe those that have had to shift their creative messaging due to a downturn in demand or reprioritize their business altogether. Well, obviously, the distribution channels have changed dramatically. Uh, retail has collapsed or gone to very fractional, tiny amounts for most of my companies because retailers are closed right now. And so they are direct, relying on direct-to-customer messaging. 
And I'll give you some examples of ones that had very large components of retail that have had to significantly change. This is a good example, Love Pop greeting cards. They make very beautiful laser-cut cards. The manufacturing is done in Vietnam, and we have one of the largest laser farms there. It's the size of a football field. They're designed here in the U.S. in Boston, and we cut them there and then ship them here. But here's the thing about greeting cards. Uh, by the way, this is the America's fastest-growing greeting card company. It's an emotional purchase, generally done half the time in retail, where people peruse the cards for a birthday, for a holiday, whatever it is, find a card they like, purchase it. It's, a, it's an impulse purchase. Now, all of a sudden, and we have very expensive retail space, including Hudson Yards, which is the most expensive real estate in the world. You can't pay more than that. At the bottom of the escalator, you'll see my Love Pop card store. And that's one of the most successful stores we've got. But we also have them in all the high-traffic malls around America. That distribution channel shut down. So we had to pivot. So what we did was we took advantage of the fact that we're able to quickly design new cards. When a major holiday like a Mother's Day came around, we were able to say, well, wait a sec. Flowers are going to be very hard to buy because the flower distribution centers are shut down right now due to the virus. Maybe we can design not a greeting card, but actual flowers that are laser cut. And as a result, we sold millions of dollars of these by just letting people know direct to our customers that they were available for a special holiday. And it worked and in fact replaced almost the majority of what we lost in retail. And so we're developing that channel. We'll go back to retail when we can, but right now we want to speak directly to our customers and sell them unique offerings. I mean, my goodness, these things are absolutely beautiful. I mean, I look at them and say to myself, this is fantastic that they could move so quickly. Here's another example. Um, this is a product, uh, another company that really had to pivot. The majority of its sales, the world's only fingerprint lock with a key as well. It's a patent by a company called Benji Lock, another Shark Tank company. This is a, a remarkable product manufactured in China. We're obviously thinking of moving our, our manufacturing a little bit for various reasons, but this is a retail product. So we created a commercial online and we reached out directly to our customers saying, look, we're going to, and we use television as well for this one. It's not just that you have to use only digital in, in, in social media. You can use television as well. Here's another example. And our most successful television buy, this is Blue Land. Um, this is an incredible company that has digitized, or should I say crystallized, detergent and cleaning fluids. And our plan was obviously to roll this out in retail where the majority of cleaning fluids are purchased. But we don't have that option anymore. So what did we do? Produce a commercial and ran it on cable. And it was phenomenally successful for us because we were able to geolock the offerings at different price points and test them in different markets, which you can do with cable, which is fantastic, and determine which of the messages works best. Did our 15-second one work best? Did our 30 work best? Did our 45-second message work best? And within those, we had different messages. The great thing about tele television is test, 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 then test some more, and while you're at it, do some more testing. And when you figure out what works, pour the gasoline on, what, on the message that worked, and go national if you wish. It's, it's, it's fantastic because your audience has never been bigger. It's never, ever been more captive. It's never, ever wanted more information than it does now, not less. And as a result, our customer acquisition costs for this product went down and our sales went up without any retail sales. I think that, that importance of going direct to consumers, you've talked about it a number of times. You mentioned it just now. I think 
We've seen also evidence of where brands have been able to use television uh, to launch those brands and make those connections directly with consumers. Uh, it's been very, very um, successful. In fact, the Video Advertising Bureau just came out with a study that showed um, 39 different direct-to-consumer brands saw an average of over 85% lift in their website traffic when they launched that first TV campaign. So um, obviously the importance of television to get their message out, to make, them, make people aware of their brand, but obviously in this moment, uh, offer them something unique and, and, uh, and something that will meet their needs in this kind of unique time. So I guess, what do you see as the, the keys to success in this kind of digital retailing uh, moment? Well, I've been living it daily and I'll tell you what's working. First of all, um, you know, you think about how unprecedented these times are. We've never had these many people sitting at home before looking for content of all kinds. And what we found as, as companies, particularly in consumer goods and services, is we've had to change our messaging a little bit. Um, and I'll give you some examples. In the old days, before pandemic, when we would do a, you know, a commercial, maybe we went on cable, maybe we did digital, maybe we did both, we would be very, very happy with a one and a half to two and a half percent response rate. So if we went out to a million people and we got two and a half percent of the response, we were ecstatic. And that would be a great outcome. Now, during this period, and this is stunning, I mean, it's just, I've never seen anything like it. I'm not talking about acquiring new customers now. I'm talking about going back to the existing customer base that's already familiar with the brand, the product, and the service, and reaching out to them with offers like buy two, get one free, or being very honest with them and saying, look, we are struggling here to stay alive to service you, to keep our customer service up to the, the standards you've become used to over the years. Because most of my companies, I insist, stay in the top quartile in customer service. That is the metric by which I run all my businesses. That's paramount. So communicating with customers really matters. But when we start making offers like that, we've had experiences of 14, 15, 16, 17% returns. Unprecedented, unbelievable. And what we're beginning to realize is our customers care about us. There's an emotional connection. It's almost like wartime because it, it is wartime in, in a sense. And so they, they, they have an emotional connection with the brand, emotional connection with the company. We don't BS them and you know what I mean we tell them the truth and we're finding the truth is a really powerful connection to a customer and we make promises about the future and how we're going to make sure we take care of them at the highest level we possibly can and they respond now how do you do that you use every vehicle you can but in a time like this when they're there captive waiting to hear from you or anybody Get your message out there. No wonder advertising is working. Of course it is because people, it's the kind of advertising, your message has to be pivoted a bit. We've experimented with a lot of different messages. This is a time to be serious, no BS at all, ask for support and guarantee customer service and bam, the response rates go through the roof. It's, it's I've never seen anything like it before. And, and it's, it's unique to the situation we're in in America right now. I think it's going to be very interesting to see which of those things stick, you know, going forwards and, and which, which will sort of fall away as we get used to the new normal. normal. Well, well, I know one thing that's going to stick is customer support and service. That matters. You make a yeah. promise like that, you better deliver. Absolutely. So you, you've touched on this a little bit already, but with TV viewership up and captive audiences in their living room, um, there's a huge opportunity to obviously connect with consumers using the sight, sound and motion of television to tell stories, to 
share ideas and share kind of new creative messaging for, for companies. How, are you, how else are you advising your businesses on using TV and, and specific cable TV? Well, I'm telling them for cable, you, you don't have to, in today's world, everybody understands that there's all kinds of compromise. I've been shooting commercials for my companies right in this kitchen where I'm standing right now. I mean, the, the, the production costs and the ability to use digital assistance, I've got editors working in Paris, in New York, in Los Angeles and Vietnam, um, working on files. I mean, we have unprecedented technology through connectivity now and anybody can get these licenses and do this stuff together. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm here because I have to be quarantined, but we write scripts, we shoot material, um, we use all kinds of graphics technology, and we get these commercials done for a very low cost. I mean, sometimes they're a matter of a few thousand dollars, and they're network quality. They're, they're 1080p or 4K if we want, and we edit them all around the world, so we're working 24 hours a day in, in, in different time zones. And, and whatever, and we try, we, we shoot different versions and we, we test them at different prices and different geographies. That's the other great thing about cable. You don't have to put it out nationally. Try a price in Florida, check out Texas, go to New York. What about California? Make different offers. Make six different commercials if they're only costing you three or $4,000. And test everything. And then you're gonna find out which one works and then pour the gasoline on that one. And we've done that multiple times. It works, it, it works. And it's, it's, you know, it's a platform that has all of a sudden catapulted to being as powerful as social media because people are at home watching it by the millions, millions and millions of them. It just, it's, it's a unique time, but it's, it's possible to do a lot of things now under the you know, constraints of being under quarantine. That's my whole point. Obviously not every business has received financial assistance or the resources necessary to stay afloat, let alone continue marketing at this time. Um, maybe you could share with the audience some lower cost opportunities business owners and marketers can use to get their brand out there. Well, first of all, you're right. Not everybody's received the PPP. And in my mix of over 50 companies, I've got about 32 of them now that have been successful, but the rest will never be. And it's just for various reasons. But at the end of the day, I'm telling them all, number one, communicate with your employees and tell them the truth about your situation. They need to hear that. I mean, that's very, very important. Employees are the DNA of a business, and we don't know if we're going to be 60, 90, 120 days. We just don't know till things normalize, and it depends on what sector you're in, obviously. I think theaters and sports arenas and restaurants are the last to come online, and, but there's a lot of other businesses that are doing quite well now. And then uh, what's paramount and low cost is communicate to your customers. I mean, you got to talk to them every single day and they're willing to listen to you. There's no, as I've talked about, the response rates have been extraordinary. They, they, and again, it's a message of honesty that matters. It's not the time to do the traditional advertisement that just talks about the merits of the product. Yes, that's important. Talk about the merits of the business and how hard you are as a business trying to make sure that your quality of customer service and care will not go down. And, and that is something that really resonates with customers that have grown used to supporting a brand, as we found. And so we're saying, look, we could really use your help right now, and we're making some extraordinary offers to you. It's not expensive to put a campaign like that together and, and test it and see what works. And, you know, uh, in, in many cases, we found that we've, we've been, what matters is sometimes, I'll give you an example. I've got a company in Oklahoma that makes a, um, 
a very successful insecticide out of lime and citric acid. It weighs 20 pounds though, so it's very expensive to ship. And yes, we use Amazon for some of it, but what we'd rather sell it direct if we could. By geolocking our message to areas 200 miles around where we manufacture, we've been able to buy and get our own drivers to ship direct to our customers, do rings of support using technology, using the ability to, whether you do it with cable or whether you do it with internet, geolocking the buy so that your message is just heard where you want to service it and picking up 30 to 40 percent higher gross margin by shipping direct from the factory. These are little, not tricks, these are just realities about how we have to deal because we want to capture the whole margin during this period. We don't want to ship 20, 40, 50 pound bags of lime everywhere and lose 40 percent of the margin when the demand is unprecedented because everybody's at home Let's just service our, our local geography for the time being. You talked a lot about honesty, authenticity. Um, you're obviously known for being a straight shooter on Shark Tank and telling entrepreneurs the truth. Um, if you could offer one piece of advice to a small business owner today, what would it be? Communicate with your customers. Communicate with your customers. And number three, communicate with your customers any way you can. If you are radio silent, they will forget about you and go somewhere else during this ex extraordinarily challenging time. I tell all my businesses that. I ask them to send me their communications. I want to know on a weekly basis how many times they've used that touch point. What have they done? What have they done to communicate what happened this week? Because it's constantly changing. It is the key. It is absolutely the key. I don't care what sector you're in. Find a vehicle, whether it be television or social media or whatever you're going to use, but communicate with your customers. They will not forget you as long as you're reaching out to them. And that is what is going to make the difference between the winners and the losers. And that's why we're having such unprecedented response rates, as I detailed. I, I can't get over that. I, I just, I, I keep using examples of great campaigns that we've been running and show it to all my companies saying, what are you doing? Get off your duffs and do this. It's working. Kevin, thank you so much for your time today and sharing these valuable insights with our audience. Thank you, James. You asked the right questions, my friend. Thanks, Kevin. That wraps up this edition of the In Focus podcast. Remember, you can get insights like what was discussed at effective.com slash insights. On behalf of Kevin O'Leary, CNBC, and the whole Effective team, I'm James Rothwell. Thanks for listening.